So, are you ready? I was born ready, sweetness. Oh my goodness! 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 Not another! Not another! Not another! Not another podcast! Well, actually, that's that's quite all right then. So I was sitting here thinking, and I'm like, okay, do we label yesterday as the long lost episode 17 that will never ever ever be heard of again, or do we just re-record episode 17? And so I kind of decided that um, just not recording it or just skipping a number would probably drive me bananas. So we won't skip it. (laughs) That makes sense. Okay, so hello and welcome to episode 17 of... Oh my goodness, not another podcast. You you sounded very Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Very Brooklyn. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize for sounding it was rather amusing. Maybe it's my, it's my Michigan accent. Your Michigan accent makes you sound Brooklyn. I, guess, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that goes together. As you can tell, Jeppy is not joining us today, unfortunately. But I do have a longtime fan of the show, somebody who's been following us since the very beginning. And that's kind of why I decided to go ahead and open back up with him. And so I introduce to you, da 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 Big Car. Hello. Hello. So, how have you been preparing for our podcast today? Well... I had this practice run yesterday, and I thought that went pretty well. I know, <laughs> right? I mean, man, that was a bummer, though. Just to, for those of you who don't know, which would be everyone except the two of us. Um, well, and Jeppy. I told Jeppy. But we went through an entire, what, hour, almost two hours yesterday. And it's still going. It's still going, I promise. We went through an entire hour and a half to two hours yesterday, and Pamela, which is my recording software for Skype, had stopped recording at 2 minutes and 40 seconds. And of course, I did not notice this until after the hour and a half and almost two hours. And so we don't have any of it. It literally goes, hello and welcome to episode 17. Uh, And then it stopped. So here we are recording episode 17 again. But we're using different stories. So it should work out, right? Right. Okay. All right. So we're going to start with our infamous poo story because, you know, yesterday I let you tell a poo story and, oh, my goodness, was it a poo story. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that we will just spare our listeners' ears of that one. (laughs) If you tweet me, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. It made me cringe. (laughs) And we are going to talk about mysterious poop foam causes explosions on hog farms. And this comes from motherjones.com. Apparently, there's it's this like gray bubbly stuff that's like coming up from the ground as the manure breaks down and emits to- uh, toxic gases and it gets like the flammable ones all together and it starts bubbling up from underneath the ground and has caused about half dozen explosions in the upper Midwest, including one explosion that destroyed a barn on a farm in northern Iowa, killing 1,500 pigs and severely burning the worker involved. So I think that this tells farmers, clean your poo. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's rather disturbing because, I mean, ranchers and farmers have a lot of poo out there. But it might be so, just something with just the hog farms. Because my uncle had a hog farm. And they, uh, it's like the barn there. It runs out to a pond. I think that might mm-hmm. be. Maybe that's what's uh, exploding. That that pond was pretty vile. 
Oh, I think, I could, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think a couple of farmers a few years ago, they died and they fell in and they want, the son fell in and the father tried to save them. They both drowned in that pond. Of that sea. pond yeah. that you're talking about? Not, oh, that's gross. Not this specific pond, but... A pond? <laughs> a pond. A pig poo pond? Yes. Wow, I think this one's even more disturbing than the one yesterday. I don't know. I don't think anybody ate anything here. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yours did involve the the willing ingestion of poo. Well, unknowing, but still willing. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, um, if you see any bubbling gray ooze coming up from the ground, looks kind of like beaten eggs, but is gray, don't go near it. Okay? And definitely don't light a cigarette. And don't try to use it for meringue. Oh. Oh, you went there. Oh. Wow. Well, you said eggs, so. I did, because it's somewhere in the article that says that the consistency looks like eggs. Uh, See, it all ties together. Uh, okay. You, no, you do not need to make eggs, Keithor. We, we had that in episode, what was it, 14? But back in November. Episode 15, yeah. He's pouting at me now because he's asking me if I want him to make some eggs. But I just fed him. Hello. (laughs) I love you. I see, I I fed him though, I swear. It was incredibly ingenious because I still have no stove. And so I made chicken nugget sandwiches. That's, yeah, that, that works. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't just chicken nuggets and bread. It had cheese and avocado and lettuce and tomato. Oh, you eat fancy. I had coleslaw. Just coleslaw? Yeah. Where's your meat? See, I'm a meat eater. I've got to have my meat. Oh, see, well, I eat meat, but I'm not, I don't actually, pers- I don't shoot for it. You know what I mean? If I don't have any, fine. And so just coleslaw? Yep. Well, I'll tell you what I had for my birthday on Monday. I got this pretty thin steak. And granted, remember, still no stove. But we have a griddle that we can plug into the wall. Okay. And so I cut the steak into strips and I um, I cooked the steak with some salt and some pepper. And then I got some uh, of the half and half lettuce and spinach leaves. And I got blueberries and strawberries and raspberry vinaigrette. And I'm missing something. Um, oh, pecans? Or is it almonds? I have some kind of nut to put on there. Oh, my husband said it was almonds. And we had a raspberry vinaigrette steak salad type thingamook. Who is it? What's it? Been? Oh, nothing fancy. <laughs> I didn't have my Lipton cup of soup. So I didn't want to head. You didn't have your Lipton cup of soup? <laughs> no, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I don't think that's enough nutrition. And and yet, <laughs> plain coleslaw is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just... <laughs> I'm still alive, 48. I'm the healthiest person in my family, so it must be working. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. I did not realize you were 48, though. We mentioned that yesterday, didn't you? And it just, yep. I don't know, it left my ears. I forgot. Yep. All right. Well, anyway, there's my, wow, we connected culinary stuff to the poo story. That's horrible. Well. Does he look 48, honey? That, that, that. No. What are you pointing at? I'm so confused. That? Oh, you were making sure I was still recording. Thank you, honey, for checking up on me. He was leaning over, and I thought he was looking at you. He says you don't look 48, by the way. Oh, thank you. And, and he wasn't. He was looking at whether I was still recording. 
Okay, so there's the first story. Our poo story is out of the way, and so now we can get into some more fun situation. All right, so this news article made me giggle because it could have been so many other things, and um, it just happened to be a toothbrush. All right, so the title of the article is Toothbrush Causes Commotion at Atlanta Airport. It's from 11alive.com and the 11 is a like a 1-1, one, one, not spelled out, 11. And it says, and it's from Atlanta and this one I got a long time ago. It's from January 4th. I got it when we were originally intending to record, but it took a while. Anyway, it says police were called in and MARTA service was interrupted Friday morning after suspicious rumbling was discovered in a bag near an AirTran ticket counter at Hartsford Jackson Atlanta International Airport. It turned out to be a vibrating toothbrush, according to air- airport spokeswoman. Police temporarily stopped trains from coming to the airport while they investigated between 7.50 and 8.15 a.m. There were no evacuations. So an entire airport stopped completely over a vibrating toothbrush. Yeah, I always wonder why they they just can't use a little common sense. Well, I'll tell you a story. Okay, when my dad was living, or when my dad was living in Germany, when we were living in Germany, I happened to be living there as well. Uh, it was when the first Gulf War was going on, and so we were having a lot of threats, actually, and there had been a couple bombings in the area in Germany. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of strange, because it's nowhere near, you know, Iraq, but... It was definitely happening. They found this mysterious box at one of the playgrounds. And we had had a couple of things dropped off in in the, like the military housing areas that have been very suspicious. And so, I mean, they called in the bomb squad. They called in everybody. And they got this package to a safe place. They blew it up. Can you take any guess as to what it might have been? Animal crackers. It was. It was you know animal. How crackers. I knew? Huh? Hello? Have I told the story before? Yes. Dang it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I do that a lot. Well, I'm sure there's somebody. I, trust me. I, you, if you know me long enough, you're going to get the same thing over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for redeeming me a little bit. But now people who but... haven't heard that story heard it and they've learned something. <laughs> That tells me how closely you pay attention to the podcast. I don't know if I should be a little frightened right now. Nah. Anyway. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, people can blow a lot of things way out of proportion. And that was the whole point to the animal worker story. But, yeah. Blowing things out of proportion. They literally blew it out of proportion. These people just... Well, they stopped an entire airport for a vibrating toothbrush. And imagine how embarrassing it would have been. If it would have been something else vibrating in there. Yeah, that's what, this story reminded me of Amy from uh, um, Big Bang Theory. You don't, <laughs> did you, you don't watch that show? I totally watch. I love that show. And oh. Amy Fur Fowler is one of my favorite characters. Yep. I love her. Okay, yeah, but that, you know, near the, you're talking about near where they were supposed to go to Vegas? I forget which episode it was, but was it, um, oh, they were going to go out and then... Amy's like, you always just get a vibrating toothbrush or something like that. I'm not very good at telling stories. <laughs> Even though I've watched it, like, I had the DVDs, I watch it over and over and over again. That's the. That's My sh- husband watches, oh, should I, should I reveal this about you and Big Bang Theory, my dear husband? No. No? Well, you were going to say something, though. I'll let you say something. Do you remember what you were going to say? 
No, but now I'm... Had a, hmm? You had a story? Okay. I have a story. All right. Once upon a time. <laughs> this actually happened on a, on a trip that I was taking a group of students to a Six Flags for performance. Um, <coughs> excuse me. It's one of those deals where they perform like early in the morning and spend the rest of the day in the park. Right. Well, we're, we're there in the park and, you know, the kids have their instruments, they're in their instrument cases, and it's time to go off and get ready to perform. And we, you know, we all walk off. And then one kid, all of a sudden, about two, three minutes later, we're, we're halfway across the park. I left my instrument at front. So, Kid and I just take off. We're running. She's panicking. <laughs> we get to the front of the park where she left the instrument. And there's already several security squads around the <laughs> instrument moving people away. <laughs> and then as we're running up, they're, like, stopping us. No, no, no. You can't get near this thing. It's like, no, we're... You know, we're the owners of this instrument. It is an instrument. She left it here because it's good. We're, <laughs> we're performing this morning. And the head of security detail was like, well, it's a good thing you guys showed up because in five minutes more, and we would blown that thing up yes. to find out what it was. <laughs> yeah, they don't open to find out what it is. They just blow it up and ask questions later. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Which which episode was it where Amy Farrah Fowler said that you could just get a vibrating toothbrush instead of like going out or something? Oh, I have no clue. It's like in the fourth season. Okay. All right. So here no. is a little tidbit about Fifth, season. Fifth, Fifth season. season. Okay. Notice how well he knows Big Bang Theory. All right. So on his iPad, he has... Do you have all the seasons on no. there? You just have the last season just, on there right now? Yeah, the current season. Okay. The season that just ended. He has on there. When he goes to sleep at night, he puts that in his ear. Oh, I'm sorry. You just let it go. Yeah. And he listens to it all night long. Oh, it Every night. Oh. It played? The entire, the entire season of Big Bang Theory. Now you have to explain why I do that. Well. You don't even know either. Even though I told you. You don't know. You, you can't sleep unless there's some kind of noise. Exactly. And this town is so quiet after 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> I find it really hard trying to fall asleep because I grew up in a large city. You open the window up and you hear traffic, you hear the murders, you hear everything else. <laughs> you hear the murders. <laughs> and in, in the other town that we lived in, we still had trains. We had a highway there, so there was always noise and traffic. But here, since we're so far away from the highway, it is it is dead silent here at night. You hear some dogs barking occasionally. You'll hear a cat fight, but that's about it. I would love that. That's why I just, isn't that funny? My the opposite way because here how people in the living in the city realize it's so noisy here all the time you can't. i can't sleep in the city because it's so noisy, yeah, it's noisy. Have, it is very noisy and so when we go to his mom's house i have trouble sleeping so um yeah it's it's really quiet i like the quiet i lived in germany for a lot of my life and so it's a slower lifestyle there at least where i lived it was except when they were blowing up cookies um so yeah it, it it's really quiet out here but he was doing that before he got to weren't you doing that in roswell too not really because you did it in van horn and back, considering van horn to where i grew up true it's still quieter than, um, yeah i grew up two blocks not even two blocks from the u.s mexico border yeah i know 
So right. not only did and you know not only was there traffic and stuff like that, you know, you think I'm hitting a ground when I was talking about murders. No, you had some down the street. You told me not just that, but you know, two blocks from where I grew up is Juarez. Yeah, five thousand murders in like well, something like eight thousand more murders in, in the last two years. Or I know it's horrible. That's why we haven't gone down there. Remember, we were going to go down there to see your relatives, and, and we haven't gone. That's why they keep coming up. Um, but, Maybe they'll just come up permanently. No, his relatives live in Chihuahua, and so they come through Juarez to come up to uh, visit. And like they, they've actually come all the way to where we are. They'll go ahead and get the green card to get past the the, the green card. No, not green card. It's just like. Permit. Yeah, the permit. That's what it's called. To get past and come all the way up. I remember before we had the twins, um, they came up and they cleaned my entire house for me. Oh, that was nice, though. Oh, it was great. And it only took them like an hour because there were so many of them. They just all came in, packed in the house, and whoosh, they all disappeared to clean. And I was like, wow. <laughs> so it was really awesome. The, the family is really sweet. And then some of them came up after the kids were born, too. Uh one of his uncles, his name is Nacho, and he loves the twins. He is so great. He would just take the twins and he'd put them on the shoulder and he'd just walk around with them, pace with them. And we got this storybook that's both in English and in Spanish because he doesn't speak English. And uh, he would read it to them just over and over and over. And the kids just love him. He's adorable. So it's nice having the family. And it's nice that they get to come up and see us, even though we're not right by the border all the time. So, But it's pretty cool. All right, now that went way off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Okay, so let's see. If this Jeppy was here, you'd be still thought about the vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> He'd bring it up all the way through the podcast. <laughs> this one's an actual news article from Germany's News in English. It's called The Local. .de, I'm sure for Deutschland. And um, it's pretty cool because it pairs nerd calendars where it pairs pretty girls with nerdy devices. And it, I think it's rather funny. And I know that there's some other ones too. Ann Wheaton is in one that's, you know, in the U.S. But this one's funny. Let me see. There was a time when you... Oh, there it is. There's a little link like in the middle of that page I just sent you where it says, check out the calendar here, and you can check out 10 of the pictures from the calendar. And I think it's pretty funny. Everyone's clothed, I swear. Anyway, what I think is really cool about this is they're actually pairing it with fairly old technology that go through, and... But it's very tasteful. I mean, the women are clothed, and while there's the occasional, like, see-through shirt, there's not, like you know, random underwear sticking out and other stuff. And I like it when they can take stuff like that and they can make it tasteful and not something I'd be afraid to have around children. And my husband's pointing out that there's another one called Girls of Geek. And they have a lot of also, oh, some of them, yeah, those are pretty tasteful photos as well. Not all of them are tasteful. Okay, not all of the ones at Girls of Geek are tasteful. But, oh, look, a Pokemon ball. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, it, I don't know, it's an interesting twist on art. Geeky is no longer, uh, oh, how do I put it? Geeky is no longer something to stay away from. It's more 
I don't know. They call what do they call it now? Geek chic. Yeah, it's cooler. It's cool. It's it's cool to be yeah. It's cool to be a nerd. So anyway. I think I would like it better if the models. They say they said a few of the mo- only a few of the models that consider themselves actual tech geeks. They should have went and found like you know the game, make it twelve gamers. You know what I mean? So yeah. It's actually authentic. Well, that's what the one that Ann Wheaton's in. Hold on, let me see if I can find the one okay. that Ann Wheaton is in because um, those are actual you know nerd models. Like could have had Amy for a follower on here. <laughs> I know, right? She would have liked Except that. Except I don't think <laughs> she'd go for the chic thing. It's not really she she's not chic. No, she's <laughs> she's a little uh wearing her grandma's clothes. <laughs> yeah. Very much. And it only comes out every quarter. So when it comes out it's a pretty big mic. Oh, they have an outdoor sex find that's lore for the jobless. That's nice of them. <laughs> you didn't see that story? No. <laughs> it's, it's off to the side. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Very fair of the okay. Germans. Oh, have you ever seen the one about Will Wheaton talking about why it's good to be a nerd? Or why it's okay to be a nerd? No. Oh, that's a good video. You should check that out. All right. I'm going to go to Ann Wheaton's Twitter feed and see if I can find it there. It's going to be interesting because the woman tweets a lot. More than me? Yeah. Actually, I haven't tweeted much lately. Yeah, she's pretty tweet-tacular. Did she celebrate Monkey Day? I, I don't think she celebrated Monkey well. Day. I think that was all you, Bidcar. <laughs> Definitely all you. Everybody loves... My favorite was that uh, the Doctor's Day is from Simpsons. I love that show. I have not watched The Simpsons in a long, long time. Yeah, she does tweet quite a bit. <laughs> oh, are you looking? Yeah, and yeah. she she's actually replied to me a few times. She's really nice. Um, and so uh, we'll see. I'll see if I can get it. And if I can, then I'll add it. In. All right. <clears throat> For now, though, we can move on to the next one. We mentioned a couple of places. But I love those little nerdy picture things. I think they're cute. I, I think you're right, though, that they should use real gamer girls. Because there's this big idea that girls don't game. And that the majority of people that play female characters are actually male. Which, actually, I don't know if that one's wrong. I think that one may be right. But the fact is that there are some female characters out there that or female players out there that play female characters as well. I would be one of them. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Let me see what I got here. Oh, <laughs> this one. I don't know how serious this is, especially since it's from HuffingtonPost.com. You know, that gives me a little bit of a back away from it. But this news article made me laugh. And because I'm probably one of the parents that they would tell to do this. And it's called the latest parenting trend, the CTFD method. And it says, I'm going to just go ahead and read this one because the way it's not very long and it's just the way it's written. It says, I know many people want to stay current with the latest parenting trends, attachment parenting, minimalist parenting, tiger mother parenting at all. Well, I've stumbled upon a new technique that will guarantee your child grows up to be an exemplary student and citizen. It's called CTFD, which stands for calm the down. And it's not a message to give your kids. It's for you. 
Using CTFD assures you that whichever way you choose to parent, your child will be fine, as long as you don't abuse them, of course. To see it in action, here are some sample parenting scenarios and how CTFD can be employed. Worried that your friend's child has mastered the alphabet quicker than your child? Calm the down. Scared you're not imparting the wisdom your child will need to survive in school and beyond? Calm the down. And so on. And it just basically tells people just to calm down. And, yeah, it's stressed out that your child exhibits, exhibits behavior in public that you find embarrassing. <laughs> Coming from experience, most everybody else thinks it's adorable. I'm the only one that thinks it's embarrassing. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Like, when a kid acts up, it's not the parent's fault. It's like, <laughs> why would you blame the parent? But Well, my, I don't think they're talking about, like, when they say... <sighs> Like when you're in public, find embarrassing. I think for me, it's more like when they say something that I try to cover my head and hide, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe they just said that." Like when your daughter asked that lady if she was chocolate. Yes, that's that's adorable. And that lady was so sweet. I just wanted to hug the lady. She's just. I know (laughs) she was. She was amazing. I oh, if I could ever find her and thank her because she was amazing. But yes, that kind of thing where you're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they just said that." Like most people think it's cute, so. Yes, most people seem to think it's cute. It's only the parent that's like, "Woo!" I think the only one that I really wanted to smack my kids for. And, but luckily this one wasn't in public, but it was very embarrassing for the person that it happened to. They walked up to a lady uh, that was staying at my parents' house, and they said, your butt is really big. They said it right to her? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. That, was, that one was not good at all, and I felt so bad. They were in so much trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, she, was, did she laugh? Uh, no, no, no. that kind of hurt her feelings and I I don't blame her at all. I mean, we, at that time we sat down, we talked to him about how everybody's body style is different and that we need to realize that, you know, everyone is beautiful no matter what their body looks like, because that's the way, oh, she replied. Okay. It's called the cupcake quarterly geek issue number two. And so let me see if I can get a copy of that to put on here. So, let's see. I'm going to have to follow her. I like people to talk back. She she does. She doesn't always, because she has a lot of people following her, but she has replied to me more than once. She's pretty awesome. And she's funny. I mean, she's hilarious. And so... Uh, Will Wheaton's cat. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I got to follow him. That one's funny, too. <laughs> <laughs> I had Roseanne reply to me once. Roseanne, yeah. really? <laughs> no, she. I love, wow. even though she's kind of out there. With, I think she's uh-huh. actually sincere, and she's not. She actually you believes know, what she's saying, so she's not just I saying it to say it. I follow Will Wheaton, and you know I don't agree with everything Will Wheaton says. You know, because politically we are very different. <laughs> but when he and his wife get going, they are just absolutely hilarious. And I have to say that Ann Wheaton is one of the favorite people that I follow on Twitter. Just she's so witty and she's so funny. And I just I really like Ann Wheaton. And, you know, I've always liked Will Wheaton, despite the differences in politics. I've always kind of been the person who believes that politics don't make the person. And so no, they don't. You know, you can believe in different things, and that's okay. So, all right. So, the magazine, we'll just kind of backtrack to this one. It's called Cupcake Quarterly. 
And unfortunately, we can't see very many pictures online. And Ann Wheaton is in number two. She's in the second one. And um, it's, it's really, I don't know, just the covers are cute and the pictures are just cute. And I really like them. <laughs> no, I like the retro look they have. Yeah, they're pinups. They're yeah. done like pinups. And so it's really cute. And the second one, the special the, the, the special edition one, that Cupcake Quarterly special edition, is Gorgeous Geeks too. See that? And that's why I wanted to bring it up because they're geeky pinups and they're ladies that are actually nerds. They're, you know, smart ladies. And so, th yeah, that's why I wanted this one to add when we were talking about that. And look, the third one is Freaks and Geeks also. And so they're picking intelligent women and you know showing that smart women can be beautiful too which to me is really neato yes and so there you go that one see eventually i'm actually going to buy those things so are they magazines that you can buy they are oh, okay they're magazines they were just like something that's on the web no, they're magazines that you can buy, and so you'll get them on e in paper copies. They'll mail them to you. Um, they're sold out of C Cupcake Quarterly issue number one, and then they had a combined of number one and number two. It's also sold out. And so you've got to uh, you got to be really I, I think that once they're out of print, they're out of print. I think is the way it goes. So you know, jump on those if you want them. But they're cute. I think that they're doing a better job with have, keeping up with demand. I think they're printing more of them, maybe. So that'd be pretty awesome. But those are neat. I thought that was cute. Yes. So, all right. Now that I've gone backwards, let's go back forwards. Okay, so what do you think about this new parenting method, according to the Huffington Post? I think people should calm. I wouldn't say the F down. I, I don't talk like that, but... Well, I didn't either. <laughs> I, know, I know you didn't either. <laughs> but they're, they're right. They're just getting, they, a lot of people they just get worked up over one thing or another, and it's not worth it. Kids, I think, Not all kids are going to develop all the same rate. And I think that's the important thing. I think a lot of parents, the biggest issue, and most of the things that this particular article addresses is comparing your child to another child. Now... I have twins, and so it's really hard not to compare. Right. But we, you know, when we had the twins, we talked about at the very beginning, we were going to treat them as if they are two different children, with two different needs, you know, two different personalities, and they were born with two different personalities. I tell you, oh my goodness. Have you heard this one yet, when they were born? No, I don't think so. Okay, good. All right. So, when they were first born, my son wanted to snuggle up against your chest and he just wanted to be there and snuggle up against you and just go to sleep and you'd have his little arms tucked in and he'd pass out. My daughter, from the very day she was born, did not want to snuggle up against anybody. She wanted to be facing out and looking at the world. And if she was not facing out, she was crying. And so there were times, you know, when she was super tired, she'd face in and she'd go to sleep. But the majority of the time she wanted to be facing out and seeing everything. And so they were born with completely different personalities. And so, you know, they don't have rhyming names. They were rarely dressed alike. And that didn't have to do with the boy-girl thing. You can get identical boy-girl outfits in different colors. I mean, did occasionally. 
People give twin the most attacking. rhyming names. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't do that. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Rhyming names are names that start with the same letter. Oh, I, yeah. I think your approach a, is a good approach. <laughs> well, it's still hard not to compare, though. I have to admit that I am guilty of comparing them on occasion. It's like, why did you do this and you do this? That doesn't make sense. Or, I just told that twin that this doesn't work, and so why are you trying it now, type thing? <laughs> but they do have but, similar interests, don't they? Like, when you left that fan out, they were putting that together. Together, huh? right? So they they do have some similar interests, yes. My son though, well they're they both actually really like Legos. My son really like er, for Christmas got a bunch of dinosaur Lego like, you know, the sets that build certain things, dinosaurs and all sorts of stuff. And a little dinosaur camp like on Jurassic Park type thing. And then um my daughter did not get that for Christmas. She got Lala Loopsie because that's what she wanted. So she's a big Lala Loopsie fan, which I'm sure you have no idea what that is. I didn't either. No, and I, then, <laughs> I didn't either, but they're pretty cute. They have like big heads and teeny little bodies. Anyway, and then but she when she got top reader for her class, she wanted a pink Lego set because they have Lego sets for girls and pink boxes. Mm-hmm. And so she got a little treehouse Lego set. And they both love Legos. They love putting things together and taking things apart. Believe it or not, my son will watch My Little Pony. He's a brony. No, no. <laughs> no, he is not a brony. Yes, and both of you said that. Great minds think alike. But uh, I'm, I'm just like, Sammy, do you want to go in the other room and watch something else? I know your sister's watching this. He's like, eh, no, nah, I don't mind. But I think it's more that, you know, he does have a sister. Just like she'll watch Transformers. And so it goes both ways, if that makes sense at all. Yeah. But it's, of course, it's okay for a girl to watch Transformers, whereas a boy watching My Little Pony is considered, you know, incredibly evil. But... They just both watch The Hub. That's most of the time where they keep the television. So we get a lot of pound puppies in our house, too. Oh, they sell pound puppies? Oh. Because my niece and nephew used to watch those. And, like, my niece is 30-something now. Yes, they watch <laughs> pound puppies. And did you know that Sheldon Sheldon um, does the voice of one of the people that's on pound puppies? Nope, I did not. Now, granted, it's just someone that comes and visits every now and then. But, yeah, he's on there. I was like, oh, I know that voice. That's cool that he does that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, I mean, he doesn't disguise it at all. You can tell those who watch Big Bang are, you know, are going to recognize it right away. I think a lot of times in the cartoons they put things in there for the adults. Like on Bugs Bunny and stuff like that. Absolutely. Did you ever watch um, How to Train Your Dragon? No, I want to, though. I keep forgetting about it. That one is hilarious. Okay, so there's a part where the father, and it's at the very beginning, so I'm not like breaking any rules here or giving you any spoilers. Oh, that wouldn't bother me part- anyhow. Because like, I'm the one who, like, I got to see what happens. And I flip to the end of the book. Oh, okay. And I go back to reading. Doesn't bother <laughs> me anyhow. <laughs> All right, well, there's a part in there that, see, the boy's mother died. Okay. And so I guess she had a really large chest. And so he gave the son a hat made out of her breastplate. (laughs) (laughs) 
or a helmet made out of her breastplate. And so he goes, thanks for the breast hat. And, and George and I, of course, started cracking up. And the kids were like, what? What? We don't get it. And so, yeah, there's always stuff in there for the adults. But anyway, so, yeah. I don't know. I just think that people should stop comparing their kids to other kids. And just take what they've got and work with that. Exactly. As their kids come along the best, they pay attention to the child. rather than Paying attention to the child is very important. So I think, well, you probably, you probably already know this. I think a lot of times the parents don't realize when the kid comes home from school, how the parents should go. Like my parents, when I before I went to school, I could read and everything because they sat down and made sure that I could read. Right. So a lot of parents, I don't think they do that. Well, our children have a reading session every night. I'll be honest. I had no clue how to help my children learn how to read. I, you know, we did all the homework that they brought home, but I was pretty much clueless when it came to teaching the kids how to read. I had no idea even where to start. Oh. And, but when they came home with their homework and stuff like that, we still did the homework with them. We sat down with them. We did the homework with them. I swear their kindergarten year, they had more homework than any other year we've had since then. And, you know, we worked through the words with them. And, of course, they worked with sight words first and stuff like that. And so I've learned a lot since then. But when mine were little, I didn't know how to teach them to read. I don't, like my dad would just, I, I remember sitting in his lap and he'd have the Muskegon Chronicle at the paper. In it, and then we'd sit there and he'd go through the headline just, I don't know. That's what I remember. I don't. Well, we still we read to them every day. Yeah, and that's something we started when they were very young. We read to them every night, and we got to the point where they're trying to ask for four and five books a night. We were like, no, <laughs> we don't need to be in here for two hours. Well, then motivate them to learn how to read. So they want to read it, right? Our, you know, yeah. I, I always say we could have had wor- we could have worse issues because the biggest problem we have is our son. If he takes a book to bed with him, he'll never get to sleep. And it's mostly Garfield comics. He loves Garfield comics. And I get so frustrated at him because I'm like, oh, you need to go to sleep. You need your rest. But we could have much worse problems. Yes, that's, than yeah. Our son reading in bed. Yes, <laughs> yes, you're right. It like, might be a little house in the prairie. Mary was punished by not being allowed to take a test. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. He's like, what? <laughs> it could be worse. Yes. But. Yeah, so ours do love reading, but we also try to gear it toward them, even when it's not something that we would particularly like. For example, have you ever seen the Fly Guy books? No. Oh my goodness, they're so dumb. It's about a fly but guy? It is. It's about a fly, and he's a guy. Oh, I thought maybe it could be like the Fly Girls, Fly Guy. Well, there is a Fly Girl. Oh. He has a Fly Friend. Fly Girls from, in, um, not, what was it, In Living Color? Yeah. Oh, no. Do you remember no. that? I, I never really watched Living Color. Oh, that show it was, was funny. that wasn't my um, forward scene. Okay. Well, it was a funny show. Well, you have to remember, too, my age yeah. when Living Color was out, <laughs> and I was not allowed to watch it. That's true. My parents would never let me watch that either. Cause they, and so... My, when Happy Days came out, my mother wouldn't let us watch it because in the the, the uh, pilot episode, they had French playing cards. Like well, We didn't know what that was, but Mom's like, you're not watching that. Click. <laughs> oh my gosh, seriously? Yep. Well, I was not allowed to watch In Living Color. When In Living Color was playing, I was in Germany, and I was in about middle school age. 
So I'm kind of revealing my real age there, revealing the fact that I may not be 28, but I was about middle school age when that was out. And so it was not something that my parents allowed me to watch. And then when I finally was allowed to watch it, it just wasn't very amusing. I was like, okay. (laughs) You mean like Wanda the Ugly Woman? The Jamie Foxx? He's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I just have... Um, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I just have an odd sense of humor. That is possible. So, anyway. Um, where were we? Oh, we were talking about parenting styles. Okay. By the way, the only parenting I had was raising my dog. But she was a very well-behaved dog. Well, that's good. We have well-behaved dogs. They still drive me nuts on occasion, but they're pretty well-behaved. But I have children, too, and so... Yeah. It's... Yeah. I'll tell you, though, it's not easy being a parent. Sometimes you have to do things that you don't necessarily like doing. And I don't mean changing diapers. I mean, sometimes it breaks your heart to make the decisions sometimes you have to make. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. Some people seem to not like that their children... Or not like their children. I think they just stop right there. Not like their children. And it bugs me. And as a teacher, I see a lot of parents. You know? So. Anyway. Moving on. Oh, I need to add Cupcake Quarterly into the list of links. So people can see Cupcake Quarterly. And everybody go follow Ann Wheaton. Yes! I love it. She's awesome. So much fun. Such a fun-loving woman. Alright, so uh, the next story that I have is kind of cute, and I can't remember if I've done it before. I thought I had, but I can't remember. And so anyway, I, I have it on here again, and it may be just something that I had planned. And it, it talks about Emma Watson, and of course she's the person who played Hermione in the Harry Potter series movies. All right, so Emma Watson, it says, uh, this one made me kind of awe, and so I guess we could consider it kind of a heartwarming story, but it's it seems really sweet. Emma Watson, it says, the funny thing about the Harry Potter franchise is that the minute Deathly Hallows Part 2 concluded, the big three of the series, Denna Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint, did, what the, or did everything they could do to distance themselves from the series that made them superstars. Not that I can blame them. As working actors, the three needed to reestablish themselves as viable performers who couldn't be pigeonholed into ma- the massive roles they'd played for more than a decade. Radcliffe tried, to, or tried gothic horror. Watson currently shines in the wonderful coming-of-age uh, dramedy, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. But they haven't forgotten where they came from. Case in point, a photo surfaced on a blog run by one of those by one of Watson's friends that showed the former Hermione Granger posing with a young child dressed as Harry Potter for Halloween. Hypable.com, which ran the link, quotes Watson is saying to the kid, Excuse me, are you Harry Potter? That's great, because I'm Hermione Granger and we're best of friends. I can't love that story enough. Even if she didn't say that word for word, the photo is priceless enough to make me believe in the magical power of Watson. She is too sweet. I mean, if you look at the photo and the little boy dressed as Harry Potter and she's just crouched next to him smiling, can you imagine in years to come, you know, how much that's going to mean to that little boy? That was very nice of her. 
Yeah. It shows that not all stars are pains in the butt. And actually, she may still be a pain in the butt. I have no idea. <laughs> it always seems like, maybe it's just, it seems like English stars are more grounded than, say, the American stars. Or that's just I just wonder if the English people are more grounded than the American people. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> Jeppy would agree with that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he would. But, yeah, I mean, I, I wonder sometimes. It just, I, I don't know. There's less over there that is... Gosh, I don't know. You, you just hear about people that go to England, Americans, and complain about, like, their teeth. And they're just like, what? Their teeth? We use them. What's the big deal? And it seems like they're more down-to-earth and more grounded and more focusing on what is important. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. If that makes sense nope, it at does. All. And so, I just saw that one, and I thought it was cute. And I love it when any star does anything that is, you know, nice. Yeah, that kid will never forget that. No, never. And even if they do, they have a picture. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, look, you met Emma Watson. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, I did. And so... <laughs> He'll remember that. I remember when I met Bozo, so see. The clown? Yeah. We didn't, not the famous one, in heart. Not in heart. We, <laughs> we came, because there's the famous one in Chicago. That's the one. That, uh-huh. But they had, like, you know, the franchises. And Grand Rapids had a bozo. I'm not from Grand Rapids. I'm from, wait, you're not supposed to say where I'm from, am I? <laughs> well, you can if you want to. Oh, I'm just not going to put it on there unless, I mean, if you don't mind saying where you're oh, from. Oh, I don't you care. Can say okay, but go ahead. I can handle any of you come find me. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Grand Rapids now, bro. Is that wait? Is that a challenge? <laughs> no, not at all. But I'm bigger than most people, so. Oh, how tall are you? I'm six foot, and I weigh two fifty. I'm not fat, so. <laughs> I'm kind of like a wall. Ashay is bigger than me. I don't think he weighs more though. <laughs> no, he doesn't. I know he doesn't. I know I have I more muscle than he does. Ashay weighs. I just know he's tall. No, he just lost. He's lost a bunch of weight. Although I never thought he was. I always thought he looked skinny, anyhow. But, uh, well. Uh, You know, when someone's taller, 10 pounds can look very different on someone two inches shorter than someone else. Yes. If that makes sense. I know someone who, actually in town, we were arguing about, uh, wait, somebody new, er, er, in my new town. Because we both weigh the same, but we look very different. Because she's two inches shorter than I am. And so, because she, what happened was she popped the zipper on her pants and she was having to work and she's real embarrassed and pulling her shirt, trying to cover it up. And I was like, she's like, well, I just weigh too much. I weigh this. And I was like, I weigh the same thing. And she's like, no, you don't. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I kind of do. And so we found out that the biggest difference was two inches. Ten, you know, 10 pounds looks very different on two inches. Yeah, that makes sense. But so you're a wall, huh? Yes, I'm a wall. Although yeah, I was never, I was, I was terrible at football. I had zero <laughs> interest in it, but oh, you had to go for football, and it's like I just don't care. <laughs> anyway, you were going to tell us oh, a story about. Bozo. Anyhow, we went from. I lived at Hart. We drove all the way down to Grand Rapids, and this is back in the '70s, where we had all these fancy highways and stuff. So it was like you know, just taking the regular roads. And that, right. You're too young to remember for it. We didn't always have all these highways we have now. They just built them up. I don't know. I remember them. 
they started building them more up in the 70s. In a Michigan, anyhow. Anyhow, we went all the way down. Yeah, I wasn't born yet. No, I was. <laughs> um, we drove <laughs> all the way down to Grand Rapids with my cousins, and we I actually got to be on Bozo. I think I don't think I was very old. You know, it's been three or something. But I remember meeting Bozo, and he had, <laughs> I played the game, but I didn't know how to play the game, so I was one of those kids my mom and dad would laugh at because they that my mom and dad love watching Bozo because they love watching the kids because the kids. The little kid come up there and boys would go like, just throw the ball in the bucket. And the kid take it and just throw the ball anywhere. And you know how kids are. Yes. And they, my mom and dad would just crack up. They thought that was just the funniest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> and so you ended up, did you end up on TV? Yep. Yep. Yay. How cool is that? Do you have a video of no. yourself doing that? No, they don't. That was before all that. This is oh, probably so you like, can get a, I'll bet if you looked hard enough. If you looked at the old, like, Bozo TV shows, you could probably find yourself. This would be, like, 1968 or 69. So. Well, that still would be pretty cool. Yeah. That would be pretty awesome. I'm sure it's out so, there somewhere. I'm sure. That, that yeah, that's pretty awesome. I have... Have I been on TV? I have. But I never watched myself. We were on a news... Uh, I was on the news once. And I can't remember what for. I remember I was at the gym, and they interviewed myself and two of my friends for some reason, but I can't remember what it was at all. I was like 16, 17, but that's the only other time I've been on TV. It's pretty cool, though. Yep. All right, well, I think I'll go ahead and end with that heartwarming story, because, well, I try to end with a heartwarming story. I try to warn people ahead of time, but... Emma Watson seems like she's pretty nice. I'm hoping that we don't end up with her being, you know, like Miley Cyrus and oh. having weird videos come out that we don't want to show our children. Yeah, she's showing up the deep end. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure why, but you never, you know, you never know. Bad friends, probably. You always blame the friends. <laughs> well, yeah, the friends are the parents are usually who I blame. Yeah. And so, because sometimes it is the friends. There's been times when, you know, my kids are doing stuff that they're not supposed to be doing. And I just call the school and I'm like, all right, who are they hanging out with that's new? Get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> they're not allowed to do that anymore. And it still takes a while to get it out of them. But um, I don't know. All right. Well, I, I think we can close with something fun. Okay. So I know what your favorite book is because that's uh, Tree Grows in Brooklyn. Yes. And I'm, I'm in the middle of reading it. I promised you I would read it and I am in the middle of reading it. Yay. And then, um, but what is your favorite movie? Um, I like Dark City. I always watch right. that whenever that's on. But it'd be a tie between, there's another show, uh, another one I love is uh, Clock Watchers. I don't know if you ever saw that. No, I don't think I've seen either one of those, actually. I have a friend of mine that always gets after me because I've never seen any of the movies that she's talks about. Well, you have to watch <laughs> it's... Dark City, you have to watch that. That's like that's required watching. Dark City. Yep. What's it about? Um, well, this guy wakes up in the bath. Did he wake up in the bathtub? It's been a while since I saw it. I used to watch it all the time. But it ends up there. Um, this guy, they're in a, like these humans are on this... I don't know if they're on a planet or what, but they're being controlled by these aliens. And the aliens can change the city every every night. So they and they can change your role and stuff like that. So Okay. It's a science fiction movie, but it's kinda of, it's really cool. I like science fiction and so I'd probably like it. And probably somebody else could explain it better than I. <laughs> My favorite movie though, 
And actually, it's hard because I really like a lot of movies. It's kind of like picking a favorite book. It's really hard. I would say one of my favorite movies, though, is Ten Things I Hate About You. I love that movie. With Heath Ledger? Yes. Oh, that was a cute movie. It was. It's not something, of course, I can watch with my children yet because they're a little young to understand the whole, you know, wear the baby belly and <laughs> all the other stuff that goes on in that movie. And the dad that's, you know, over obsessed with girls getting pregnant. And But it's, it's, I love that movie. It's funny. My favorite part, I think, is where she pukes on his shoes and he just holds her hair anyway. That's love, I tell you. Oh, or does Keith or hold your hair when you puke? Well, right now I don't have very much hair. Oh. I kind of cut it all off. Oh. Uh, it, I don't think I've ever made him hold my hair when I puke. I've never been in that situation. <laughs> I didn't think you have. <laughs> no. The only time I really puke a lot is if I'm really sick or when I'm pregnant. <laughs> and last time I was pregnant, they had a little blue pill that really did miracle stuff with the puking. It stopped it like 15 minutes later. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this pill. So... Because the first time I was pregnant, I lost 16 pounds in the first month. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, I lost a lot of weight really fast. Because, Well, the first month after I found out I was pregnant because I was so sick. I could only eat, like, one time a day, and that was lunch. And I could never eat enough to really satisfy me for the rest of the day. But I was not hungry the rest of the day because I was throwing stuff up. And I'll tell you, I throw up crackers. Don't ever throw up crackers. It is not pleasant. Because they like gel and goo into this big gooey ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I like crackers, I like crackers and milk. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was not a good thing. And then I had what they called um, gestational uh, migraines. And so I got migraines, too. And I couldn't take anything for them. Uh, and, of course, the migraines added to the nausea. This sounds so miserable. I, it was tough the first couple of months, but again, I wouldn't trade my kids for anything. So the second pregnancy was much easier because I did have that pill that helped out. I still get migraines, unfortunately, but you know I'm able to take something for it. It's when you're pregnant and you have to be very careful about what you take that it becomes a real pain. I don't think a lot of people realize that when they're talking about or uh, when they're looking at pregnant women. I just want to go up and hug them and say, I'm so sorry you can't take anything other than Tylenol <laughs> because things hurt, you know? Yeah. And extra strength Tylenol was the most I was allowed to have. And I was only allowed to have a lower dosage of it. And I was like, oh, man. So, yep. Yep. Okay. So with that gross entailing, sorry. <laughs> I have lots of bad stories. Um, I think we can go ahead and stop this. And I will save the chicken and waffle story for next time. So next time, stay tuned. Maybe we'll hear about chicken and waffles as long as Pamela decides to record properly. Did she, and she record all the way through? She did. Yay. She did. We have all of it. And then also, eventually, trickling through these episodes, I'm going to talk about what Vidcar and I talked about yesterday with some other people. Get some genuine reactions out of them. And that one's about ice cream. So there's lots of food coming up. Yay! I like food. We've learned that, that Big Car does not like food. I'm more ambivalent. <laughs> he, he, he eats to survive. Right. I eat to relax. <laughs> it's a very different situation. That's why he's skinny and I am not. <laughs> but anyway. 
So thank you so much for joining me again. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and I hope that you enjoyed yourself. Yes, yes very much. Again. Yes, yes, I did. It was fun. <laughs> awesome. And so if you would be willing sometime in the future, we'd love to have you come on the podcast again. Hopefully maybe even Jeppy could be here <gasps> at some point. I'd be speechless. Uh, oh, wow. You'd be speechless? <laughs> oh, well, that doesn't help much on a podcast. No, well. <laughs> it's like, Big Car, what do you have to say? Uh, hi, Jeffy. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Almost <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Juno. Is that what she said? Yeah, that's what he... Huh? Did she say that? No, oh. Juno. I, I mean, if you look, have you found the new Facebook page for Cod yet? No, I don't look at Facebook at all, ever. Okay, well, Juno routinely drools over Jeppy. Oh. And so, no, but he said he would be speechless. I don't think Juno is ever speechless. I love her, though. Oh, when she gets with it together with Pixie Girl, it's just, it's just, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> She's awesome. I had the privilege of spending a long time with Juno when we went to Vegas one time, and she is just amazing. We had so much fun. And I think she stayed more sober than she usually stays when she's out at night. I think that's what she mentioned, because my husband and I are not big drinkers. And so she made up for it the next night Oh no! <laughs> when she went out with her husband. <laughs> Ogre? <Yeah>. Ogre! <laughs> Ogre's awesome. I love Ogre, too. I didn't get to meet him when I went, and then he got to know me a little bit better after we left, and he's like, I wish I would have gone to meet y'all, but he had his poker night with his friends that night, and so it was understandable. You know, he can't just, you know, say, oh, by the way, somebody's coming into town. Bye, everybody. Sorry, I invited you all over. You can't come. <laughs> and so it was totally understandable, and I got to meet uh, Tabitha, and Tabitha's boyfriend. We got to meet all of them, and so they were pretty fun. But, and, and Tabitha's tattoo is fun. Wish she have a tattoo. Well, it kind of looks like a tire with wings. I'm not sure what it's supposed to be, but it does look like a tire with wings. That tattoo on Tabitha's back? Is it a bat? Oh, that would make... It looks like a tire with wings. That would make more sense, because they love Halloween. <laughs> they do love Halloween. Well, do you know who made me look at it as a tire with wings? And that was Juno. Who, who She's like, look, she's got a tire with wings. And I was like... And after that, I just could never get it out of my head. And so, yeah. Well, now you should get a tire with wings for a tattoo. Me? Yeah. No. I actually did post... I do want a tattoo. I did post it at some point the tattoo that is similar to what I want with a bunch of changes though. <laughs> and so uh, it's on my Twitter feed. It's something. My my tattoo, when I get a tattoo, it's somebody, or I think my mother on my Facebook commented, that's a really big tattoo. And I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. Dang it. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to get it big. And it's going to hurt and take a long time, but I'm going to do it right. And the mainly the, the reason I wanted to get a tattoo was because I did lose a child. And I'm really bad about keeping track of like jewelry and stuff. So if I got a bracelet or ring or a necklace to signify my child, I'd lose it. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. But if I get a tattoo to represent all of my children and my family in general. Oh, it's will be kind of like a mother's ring. So it'll be a mother's tattoo. You know, a mother's, they have yeah. a birthstone for each of their children. Yeah, except mine will be a tattoo. Right. Yeah. Oh, yep. here, I, I think I can find it. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. I can either find it on Twitter or I can find it on Facebook. I'll find out one of them for you. Hold on. Where are my pictures? Oh, there's my pictures. Hey, I'm, we're keeping an Oh My Goodness podcast tradition. When you say get ready to say goodbye, and you keep on going for a while. 
I know. <laughs> so, We're yeah. really good about that. Okay, hold on. But that makes it better. Oh, thank you. No, I love, as far as I'm concerned, most of the podcasts are listed go on for six hours. And I just would be perfectly <laughs> happy. <laughs> I don't want to edit six hours. Sorry. I don't blame you. Okay, well, I actually, I posted uh, what I want down on yours, except I think what I said was I would want, hold on, let me find the changes because I would want changes to it. That's not exactly what I would want. You'd want the dates on there, though? Yes, I would have it for the kids, but I wouldn't have them like side by side like that. That really kind of bugs me. I don't like it. Um, and for those interested, I can put the tattoo into the uh, podcast notes too. I'm way to go. Pictures. You could have a timeline and then have its current events as each child is born. <gasps> no, no, <laughs> not doing that. No, let me see where I find it. There it is. Okay, the tattoo that I showed you. Mm-hmm. I want the changes that I would want. I would want the dates, of course, to match the kids. I would want two butterflies for the twins and one to match my um, baby that died. Mm-hmm. And so maybe blues and yellows for the boys, pinks and purples to, for the girl. Um, I would want black magic roses instead of those flowers. And then I would want thorns added to the tangles that are all wrapped up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. No, that would look that's, nice. And so, yep, that's kind of what I wanted. And then I had thought of something to add in my husband as well, but I didn't write it down on him. So, just well, that way I have the whole family, you know, so represented in some way. The kids with butterflies. What are you gonna do for the dogs? The dogs do not get representations in the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, that's that's what I want. And so it is big, and it is you know involved. But I think it would be really kind of cool. So, yeah, yeah. that's gonna hurt a lot. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? So did labor. So I think I'll make it. That's true. <laughs> I had kidney stones, so I guess I kind of know what you did went through. They said kidney well, stones you know, were. Is it similar? Did you have kidney stones? I've never had kidney stones. Um, I have had gallstones. and Oh, man, that hurts. Gallstones were bad. Um, I have to say there was something worse than labor. And that was, and it's going to sound bad, but strep. Oh, strep throat? Oh, I never had that. Oh, I- my gosh. When I had, it was it strep throat or was it something? I'm pretty sure it was strep throat. It was horrible. Horrible. I was laying in my bed and I was freezing. I had like 10 blankets on top of me and I was still freezing and I could not get warm. And then 10 minutes later, I'd be burning up and I couldn't get, you know, I, I couldn't cool myself down. I had a 103 fever. That's dangerous. Huh? That's not strep throat. No, it was strep. I had a throat infection. Oh. But um, it was it was bad, and yeah, I had a high temp, and oh, it was the most horrible thing in the world. And my doctor called it a throat infection. And then later on, uh, the next doctor was like, "Yeah, you had strep throat." And I never, ever, ever want to have strep throat again. It was horrible. So I was just glad the kids didn't have it. I was like doing my best to try to make sure they didn't get it. Oh yeah. I even had a, I even had a friend of mine take them home, and I would go pick them up, you know, close to bedtime because I didn't want them to. I wanted them to be in the house with me as little as possible, because oh wow. And I was out for an entire week for it. Wow. It was icky. 
it hurts. You couldn't drink anything, you couldn't eat anything, because your throat just hurts so bad. And I had these like, little pus pockets on my tonsils, and ugh. Oh. Just ugh. Well, some you look back forward and say, glad you don't have it now. Yeah, and then I hope I never get it again. Type situation. But that was worse than labor. But I have to admit that when I had labor, the first time I had a C-section, so I didn't go through labor, they actually stopped my labor to do the C-section. Um, the second time, I did have labor, but he was really teeny. And so it wasn't like going through having to push out, you know, big, huge head or anything like that. He, he was very, very small. So I... I uh, didn't go through what a lot of women have to go through, <laughs> to say the least. But, all right, so I really am going to stop us now. Okay. Before I get into anything else that's gross, moms do a lot of gross things. It just kind of comes with job. So, well, again, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. <laughs> all right, and so I think the easiest way it's going to be to actually stop us from talking is just going to be to say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. Hello. Hello. No, no, no. <laughs> Both of you, no. We're saying goodbye. Say bye, Keithor. Bye, Keithor. Very good. Okay, say bye, big card. Bye. Hello. Keithor. Uh-huh. Anyway, bye. Bye. <laughs> Hello, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of Oh My Goodness, Not Another Podcast. The music that you heard in the outro and the intro is called Free Music and Free Beer by Alex Barroza. I use this music under the Creative Commons license.